Welcome to Around the Sun with Titan Universe, your weekly source for news, entertainment, and opinionated discussions. I'm your host and digital content coordinator, Maddie Meehan, and today we have two guest co-hosts of the week. We have Antonise Wilkinson, Titan TV's executive producer, and Liam Conway, one of our production interns. Woo! Woo! We love having two people on at once. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, we're, I'm just going to preface this episode right now. This episode is likely to be long and very chaotic, probably even more chaotic than my episode with my internal Lysa. But I promise you, it is totally worth it. <laughs> okay, oh well, goodness. he may think that, but I don't really know if that's actually going to be the case. So we'll see. We're going to get to know Antonise and Liam a little bit before we dive in. So both of you guys, how long have you worked for Titan Calm? Um, I started at Titan.com last semester, so since about August of 2021, so it's been almost a year. All right, and then I started interning in February of this year. That's awesome. Can you guys tell us a little bit about what you do here for Titan TV? Um, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, so I'm executive producer for either six or seven of our shows. Ooh. I don't know anymore. That's a lot. Um, so yeah, as an executive producer, I make sure that all of our scripts are written, that the interns are getting trained and working on the scripts as they're supposed to. I also am there to direct all of my shows and schedule and manage the talent. Um, it's really fun and I love it a lot. Liam? Yeah. Um, and I do whatever Antonise tells me to do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I write the scripts uh, for Time Tonight and Time Weekly mostly. Um, I sometimes get B-roll. Oh, I also do Higher Degree with Shelby, icon. Um, yeah, I usually just write the scripts and then get some B-roll and like do teleprompter for Titans Tonight and Higher Degree. Well, you guys are both really important to Titan TV. You help oh. it run smoothly. But what is your favorite part about working here besides me? I said that to Jeffrey, too, because let's be real. Say, my favorite part about working here, honestly, is like Tuesdays, because oh, Tuesdays yeah. we, go get, we go to the farmer's market and we get our food and we just kind of hang out for a little bit before we have to do everything else. But like realistically, my favorite thing about my job is getting to actually like kind of just work on TV. And I got to create my own show this semester for Titans Tonight. Um, so getting to just kind of work how I want to. I really love it. Yeah. Um, for me, like because I'm a screenwriter major. um, I was, like, writing a lot, like, too much. And, like, getting that experience from Antony's being like, okay, this is what we actually need for news. <laughs> Cut this. It's like, yeah, she's like, this is cool, but, like, let's get rid of that. So, <laughs> like, let's get to the... hear it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Not that. No, I'm saying, like... <laughs> Like to, yeah, the it's news for is TikTok. Different. Yeah, if, exactly. If you're writing for TikTok or IGTV, the stories need to be, you know, three to four sentences mm-hmm. max, or you're going to lose attention. 100%. Um, yeah. Especially if you're talking about things that people already know about, like Titans Tonight, we do our feature spotlight or we do the release radar. So we do, we're telling people what's out. Yeah. But if you're a fan of those people, you already know what's out. So you don't exactly. want to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, you know, Jack Harlow's album is out. And here's a five minute long explanation of what it is. Because you know sure. what it is. Yeah, of who he is. And you're like, well, I, I know. No, I get you. For um, sure. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I was just going to say, like, <laughs> so getting that writing experience actually helps a lot. And then, of course, yeah, Tuesdays are, like, my favorite day. Because, like, when you leave on Wednesdays, I'm just awkwardly sitting there, Aww. like. So. Um, Liam, Liam loves me, you know. Antonise yeah. is the greatest boss, and I'm the greatest, um, not direct boss, but, like, also I write for you sometimes. supervisor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but also, I don't know, whatever it is. <laughs> Anyways, we are going to move on. This week, we have a lot of hot topics for you guys, including the Met Gala, Heartstopper, Roe versus Wade, graduation, <laughs> pop rock ASMR, whisper, whisper, whisper. Anyways, no. and more as well as as well as the weirdest national holiday of the week. So we're gonna get right into it. Let's go. I'm excited. So up first, we are going to talk about the Met Gala, specifically the fashion. This year's theme is gilded glamour. 
What did you guys ex- like? What were you wanting from this theme? What were you expecting? Um, so I knew the theme was going along with the last Megala theme that was making up for the ones that they missed, where it was like it's the whole overall theme is like American anthology of fashion, mm-hmm. and so I wasn't realizing that the Gilded Glamour was a specific time period for this Met Gala, mm-hmm. and I was expecting to make it to look like a whole. Like a decades party on acid. You know, these people have so much money. I want to hear I wanted to see looks from the 70s. I wanted to see, you know, colonial looks. I wanted to see all of these amazing looks. Yeah. And they just weren't giving what they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Liam. Yeah. Uh for me, I was thinking kind of like Bridgerton, but like modern day more. Yeah. I wanted to see cinched waist. I wanted to see giant Corset. wigs. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see all of it. Yeah. I I didn't see it. No, I, I agree one hundred percent. I was expecting Bridgerton or also because Gilded means covered in gold. Yes. I was like, someone should do like a goddessy all gold look, which Ooh. Cardi B kind of pulled. She kind of pulled. Cara Delevingne tried, but she was wearing some weird shorts with it, I think. And it <laughs> yeah, just, so. it, it, and then at that point, like everybody was done. Yeah. <laughs> there was not, nothing, there was nothing holding it up. We were all disappointed with yeah. everything. We were for you. Okay. We were I wanted to talk about a few notable people specifically. First, we're going to start with Blake Lively because did you guys see the outfit change that she did? It was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous. I didn't, I'm going to be honest, I did not like her outfit at first mm-hmm. until I realized what it was. Yeah. I knew the, I knew the theme and I knew what everybody else was wearing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is she in a futuristic outfit? That's not what I expected. And then I, when I realized it was to represent like the Statue of Liberty, I saw her transformation. And then she had um, stuff from Grand Central Station embroidered onto her mm-hmm. dress. And I was like, okay, yeah, like that's perfect. It, mm-hmm. it definitely matches the theme. It just it was a little futuristic for me, but mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, um, I really liked it. I love a reveal. I like that shock value. Yes. So like having that reveal from both sides of the the whatever it's called red carpet the red carpet carpet. nice job Liam Um, I don't know like because we only see pictures but like when you see the recording of it it is it is really cool and then you get to see um, Ryan Reynolds face when like there's a man like that so in love no I actually I don't mind when celebrities make it a little bit futuristic or if they modernize the theme a little bit because I think that that's just kind of comes with the territory of having a theme like you don't have to follow it exactly as long as it's like in that range yeah. I guess but um, yeah I think that most celebrities didn't follow up Blake Levy I, I loved her dress she always kills her looks so I just had to talk about her next I wanted to talk about Gwen Stefani because <laughs> I hated her dress you don't like tennis ball because it's yeah I, with Gwen Stefani being like the queen of cultural appropriation, she made <laughs> she made being Asian aesthetic in like the early two thousands. Mm. Mm-hmm. You would think that she'd have actually tried for the Megala, mm. and I feel like a lot of people, including Gwen Stefani, just got a designer to give them a really expensive dress and call yeah. it a day. And if you're gonna do that, you gotta at least look good. And she didn't. Yeah. No, and I agree. She, uh, like. I'm a very homosexual, so, like, I love the ballroom scene. I love drag queens and stuff like that. So I'm used to people putting together these outfits with literal, like, petty cash, you know? And Mm. seeing these rich people Mm. not being able to execute what people do, like, in my community so much. Yeah. And it was it was Eid as well, and yeah. all the yeah. Muslims were pulling out. They had the best outfits, mm-hmm. and they looked absolutely amazing. And you could, all I had friends on Instagram that look way better than half the people at the Met Gala. Yeah, yeah. I was like y'all getting paid for that? Yeah, well, like the Met Gala is a fundraiser for an mm-hmm. art museum, so I yes. want the outfits to look like art. That's it's why like, I want them to be bold. I want them to tell a story. It's like ten thousand dollars. You get invited, yeah. and you have to pay the ten thousand dollar donation. Yeah, if you're going to be spending that much money, and those designers are going to be putting that much time into styling them and their mm-hmm. stylists and everything why not match the theme why not look good at least look good yeah yeah i think especially like we were talking about blake lively i think like her stepping out the box is like so important for art and Mm -hmm. i think that's why it resonated so well because she stepped out of the box but still matched the theme Mm -hmm. 
other people just didn't understand the the category and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and I think I. I blame partly to the designer because I know that sometimes they'll just like pick a designer mm-hmm. and the designer has to come up with the yeah. idea. And so in those cases, it's the designer's fault if they don't match the theme. But at the same time, a celebrity could see it and be like, this isn't on theme. This isn't what I wanted. And they could, you know, fix especially, it. especially the big name celebrities. Mm. That's For always real. most disappointing. Like you have millions and millions of dollars. You could have gotten any designer in the world. Yeah. And you picked this designer. And when they came up with that, you could have said no. And another thing is Anna Wintour did not even match the theme. Mm-hmm. I understand it's her mm-hmm. Gala. She can do what she wants, but she's also the person that approves. Yeah. She approves every single outfit that yeah. somebody's going to be wearing on that red carpet, and she just lets them get away with it. Yeah. And I think that also because, like, for example, the Kardashians, I we're not even going to talk about. <laughs> I hated their outfits. All of them were bad, except for Chloe. at least had gold. It was gold. But it was not. It was very boring. But my point is they're not going to get uninvited. No. You know why? Because they're rich and famous. So well, if they do, it'll be a riot. And exactly. when they show up not matching the theme, they cause controversy and it goes straight to the social media team. And that's yep. all they yeah. care publicity. about. Publicity. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's good or bad publicity. It's still exposure I for mean, the yeah. brand. Well, like, look at when it was camp. Like, no one really followed that. Don't yeah. get me started. Either. Yeah. Heavenly that, Bodies oh. was the last good. Heavenly that was Bodies a really good was one. really good. But camp, I was like, this is what you guys think is camp? You're like, I'm oh, still okay. disappointed Remember, in Harry Styles oh God, for that. Who was the, the tweet? She was like looking camp right in the eye. And Carly Claus. Carly Claus. <laughs> and she was wearing the ugliest outfit I've like ever seen. Just one piece of fabric gold around her. With, with big, big puppy yeah, sleeves. Like, it was so bad. I, I was like. You're like, oh, okay. Go it's ahead. camp in like a like. I don't know. It wasn't it was even funny. Kim because it was just bad. No, it was <laughs> Kim with the tweet with it. Without the tweet, <laughs> it, was not, it was like she, you know she knew her outfit was bad, so she did that on exactly. purpose. Exactly. She was so meta. Pop, pop off, girl boss. Like, okay. Slay. <laughs> I am so disappointed, though, because Zendaya always kills it. Same with Rihanna. Oh and they And last year, Zendaya wasn't there either. No. No, and... I so love that to do with her film schedule. I understand yeah. Rihanna wasn't there. She's like in Barbados. She's about to give birth. Or she just True. had a baby. Yeah, I guess. True. Whatever. Zendaya, I get you're famous, but <laughs> you are the queen of the Met Gala. And yeah. it's, I know less. She probably didn't want to go off. And she's always been super cautious about COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure that might be what it is. But this time she said it was because of her schedule. Mm-hmm. And while I would love to see her in more movies yeah. and I wish you'd release music. Um, True. We want to see you on the red carpet. Yeah. For Come real. on. Yeah. Give us something. She Especially always, her stylist, uh, La Roche. La Roche. So he good. has always killed it. He has yeah. never made her look bad. Definitely. Ever. Mm-hmm. Um, other celebrities would be lucky to have him. I mean, yeah. look at Tom Holland. He started like, like he, 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 he up up his instant game. glow up. Because of La Roche. Yeah, La Roche started styling him instant glow up. Yes. I saw the funniest tweet where it was like Zendaya said she can't make it to the Met Gala, and the tweet was okay. So we're scheduling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exactly. like exactly. It's exactly funny, how but I like, felt. Why didn't we? Yeah, I was like mm, <laughs> we could have done Monday it. Monday in May, but also they did one in like September or October last year. Oh, yeah. So who cares? No, exactly. To I was up, gonna right? say because I remember writing for Titan Universe about it, and then I also did a story, and I was like, I feel like the Met Gala just happened, but mm. it, they it really did kind of just yeah. happen. Yeah. What, so. what was the most recent one besides this one? What was it? It was, American, it was camp, and no. then it, uh, the last one in 2021 was an anthology of American fashion, and it was, it was like colonial. Yeah, gotcha, and so, yeah, that's what it and was. So when the people they invited, you know, they excited they invited people from Hamilton. They're expecting mm. them to show up in like colonial their, their Hamilton. Costumes, that's why Bridgerton. Yeah. They invited yeah. all the Bridgerton people yeah. this year. Oh my goodness, Simone Ashley severely disappointed me. I mm-hmm. love her so is, much. She's oh. absolutely gorgeous. She's the one who plays um, uh, Kate. Kate. In Bridgerton. Yeah, and so she's absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> and I fully expected her to show up in something beautiful. And you know what? The Bridgerton outfits aren't exactly Gilded Age, but at least it would have looked like they gave it a try. Yeah. yeah. And their stylist should have done them better. I think, I don't know. Um, going back to my queer history, um, Pose, the first <laughs> yes. episode, 
if like their category fits the Gilded Age perfectly. Of course. Yes. Why don't you just watch that and like look at them? These the, these uh, designers go to school for years. Designers go to school for at least a bachelor's. Mm-hmm. Most of them end up in apprentices for six to ten years mm-hmm. studying the history of fashion. Yeah. If a whole bunch of college students that just learn things from Tumblr and Twitter can understand the theme better than you, then you need to go back to school. I think it's because we're like pretty awesome. But <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely agree with that, though. I think I've seen people make homemade costumes, and they're so much better than the ones you see yeah. on the red carpet. And so I just don't, I don't know. It's almost like they're doing it on purpose now. It's like they're trying to underwhelm us because they, they know we'll plis- talk about uh, yeah, it. They know publicity. they'll never be as good as Zendaya, Rihanna, Blake Lively. And so they stopped trying. I mean, yeah. Billy was even the one that gave a gorgeous look last year. Yeah. It wasn't on theme, but it was gorgeous. It was American. It was almost Marilyn was Monroe it like inspired. The one? Yeah, it was the yeah. Yeah. big poofy gotcha. one. Yeah, like Marilyn it. It Monroe cute. hair. Yeah. It was gorgeous. It wasn't exactly the theme, but it was American anthology mm-hmm. of fashion. Yeah. It gave you something. Yeah. That screamed like American fashion, and mm-hmm. like yeah. a couple people do like denim outfits, and I'm like, if you're gonna do a denim outfit, it has to be like iconic, like it has to be like Britney Spears iconic. Yeah, oh, and if you're not gonna do that, it just it falls flat. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Okay, well we're gonna move on to our next topic now since we have so much to talk about. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Heartstopper, oh which is a yes. new series, yes. and oh, <laughs> I unfortunately do not have that much to say about the show itself. Not a real ally. Not yeah. a real ally. How dare you? No, I'm kidding. I asked you to watch <laughs> it too. Talk Valentina. Weeks. Ally. We stand in alley right here. In alley. In alley. In alley. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so this show has been really popular in the media because talk about queer representation, mm-hmm. everyone. So what do you, what do you guys think about the show? What do you guys have to say about so, it? So my main thing is, <laughs> oh my god, no, like so much. It was, <laughs> I'm gonna ready for a ramble. No, um, <laughs> it's like it was so cute. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um. And people are like, sometimes the script is a little funky, but you have to realize it's for like teenagers. Of course. So like once you like let that go, um, (laughs) it's really important because I think it's coming to that age where there is an issue of like coming out still and like bullying. But like it was just more accepted by a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. And then you get to see the bullies like be antagonized or they're the antagonists and like yeah. they're getting mm-hmm. pushed down for it. Okay. Which is like something we really need, especially for queer kids. Like it's okay to come out. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The show um, hurt me emotionally and physically. <laughs> oh, just you. Um, this is why I won't watch because I don't want to be hurt. No, I, can't I don't be know hurt. why you got it was, hurt. It was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> it was just like I was sitting there and I was like, this show, if I had this show in high school, it would have changed my entire life. Yeah. Um, It was. Absolutely amazing. Every mm-hmm. single relationship in that show was wonderful. And yeah, it was it was teenagery, but it was for teenagers. It's yeah, like saying exactly. never have I ever is like juvenile. Like yeah. it's meant to be. Yeah. It's yeah, meant for teenagers. <laughs> that means 32 years old. That means like 32 years old. Oh, that's not that bad. I thought 32 he- years. He thirty two. He was an eighteen year old. He was thirteen, oh. and when they first started filming, the girl that plays Debbie was, was seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. And oh, they I, had like a whole bunch of scenes. Oh never ever. Not. I didn't know that. Yeah, ever. like That's he's supposed bad. To, he's supposed to be like eighteen. He's like a senior. She's like a junior. I thought you were saying he's cute and he's thirty two. I was like, oh, thirty two is that's older. Like oh, as long no, as no, no, no. no. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Please. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we wanted to talk about Nick. Um, Nick My is the himbo, himbo of himbo. himbos. <laughs> He's absolutely wonderful. If I would have oh. had this show in high school, I would have been absolutely obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. So um, he's so sweet. He's so cute. He's a sports player. He's like a little golden retriever. We love yeah. him. Um, I need the golden retriever energy. That's like, because I'm the opposite. No, exactly. <laughs> That's why it's my type. Yeah. It's because like. I'm like, I don't say negative, but like, 
I need someone there to just be like, oh, it's okay. Balance like, I'm here out. for you. Exactly. Yeah, because um, I'm the overthinker. And so I need yeah. someone to just be like, life is good. It's Give me okay. a hug. I'm it's chaotic okay. at all times. My brain is going 3,000 <laughs> miles an hour. I'm constantly checking emails and texts and everything. And so I'm just <laughs> like, come iced on. coffee. And then I need, <laughs> I can't drink coffee. If I drink coffee, I literally start vibrating. It's bad. Like Liam? Yeah, like... <laughs> I, I can go through walls, you guys. I don't <laughs> Me testing the atoms to see if that TikTok turns. Yeah, yeah I love that. <laughs> Me during quarantine. Me trying to see if the atoms are going to... Like, you guys so can't funny. see us, but we're just, like, shoving our hands <laughs> into shoving the table. Hands into the desk. <laughs> I'm just, just like oh. with Jeffrey, I was like, let the record show. We're shoving our fingers into your the desk, honor, testing the atoms. Let the record show <laughs> that we are slay. <laughs> What is wrong with your honor? I'm slaying. Oh my god, you're like, here's slay. Did I send you that TikTok? No, it's like, here's slay, your honor. Here's slay. No. It's like hearsay, but it's here's slay. It's so funny. It's so awful. Oh my god. Okay, back to the himbo Sorry. topic. Okay. <sighs> Who are your favorite himbo character crushes? Oh, let's get it, into does this. Does it have to be a character? Because it has to be. <laughs> no, okay. there's Juan Ho from not, Oh, you're talking about real X. life? Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, oh, you're talking about celebrities still, though. Yeah, yeah. this I is a like, celebrity. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to be like, down the street. <laughs> you're like, yeah, um, this coworker named blah, blah, blah is actually the biggest hit. Anyways. I'm going to stay silent. Ho, oh, my God. <laughs> Big muscles. But he's like so Soft caring boy. and so sweet. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's a man right there. Well, I'm going to talk about characters because okay, that's, that's where I go. My Nick bad. Miller. Nick Miller. <laughs> that's the one King I was exactly going to say. First one that came into my mind. I can't King think of anybody Rambo's. else right now. Okay. I was thinking about Bolin from Legend yes, of Korra. Yes, yeah. Bolin too. I'm obsessed himbo energy. Uh, and then he got screwed over by Cora but you know that's anyways fine. No, it's fine okay. honestly I would have gone for his brother anyways to be honest because Mako just cause he's hotter no I'm get just get it cause fire I'm just toxic oh okay <laughs> oh <laughs> okay uh, anyways anyways no I always liked Bowen oh, more Jason from The Good Place yeah, Manny, I have seen so, The Good Place I love him <gasps> so yeah, much gosh, seen, that's he a good is himbo. I'm meaning to um, I'm trying to look so up because I have so many. Oh, Steve, Steve from Stranger Steve. Things. Oh my goodness! Not for, like not season one. Past no. the halfway. No, yeah, yeah. When the, he when he his character the development. Of July yeah. season. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Let's see. I'm I trying to him see. Dead by Daylight all the time. That's my Some man. Some of these are not. Prince Edward from Enchanted. Um, James Marsden. In so long. Oh, yeah. James oh Marsden is anything, honestly. True. Um, true. Yeah. So true. He's definitely a himbo. I don't maybe Joey from Friends I say go past See, that I don't I like think, Friends I think Joey I from either, Friends is actually like, a lot smarter you. than people give him credit for in the first yeah. couple seasons he was actually really smart and the writers then just kind of declined him, him because they thought it was funny they did the same thing to Phoebe they were both really interesting people and they just stopped caring about yeah because about they them. wanted that shtick instead yeah. of you know like, what kind of that kind of happened with The Office if you look at the pilot episode with Kevin You, I mean you guys know The Office mm-hmm. right yeah, yeah, yeah. no I've never he, heard of her no, Anyways, um, so, you know, Kevin talks normally and then all of a sudden in later season, he talks like this, like he's they like yeah. try and make it so that he seems like he's dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they again, they did it to give him such yeah, to, to make it just have that token dumb character. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like that's pretty unfair, but it's fine. Do you have you know, any other himbos you want to talk about? Yeah, at, um, where I work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of himbos in real life and I love them all, but... I'm not name dropping in here. I'm We're not going to name names. I don't think I know any himbos. I don't know any in real life. I think That's my older brother is kind of a himbo, but like not in like a, but like, like he's kind of like a lovable idiot. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan. He's not going to listen. About... He's not going to listen to this. So it's fine. Yeah. I don't really know any lovable idiots. 
I was going to say, I, I, mean. I only associate with smart people. So. <laughs> Actually, yeah, all of my friends are geniuses. <laughs> okay. Is superiority complex? Why? Ooh, come through, Phoebe Bridgers. Okay. <laughs> I'm dead. Or is that savior, the savior complex? Yeah. Which? You, you tried. I, I really did you try. I tried. I'm you know sorry. what? I'm surprised we haven't made more TikTok or Vine references thus far. I'm trying to control myself. I honestly Liam's me really too. Don't, we don't have Drag Race yet. He's, I actually he's doing did like best. four subtle ones and you guys didn't pick up. Let oh, the record see. show that Liam is sweating right now trying to hold in. Let the record show that I'm also wearing a sweater. <laughs> okay. It's hot in here. Okay. All right. We are going to move on to more serious topics because Ooh, yeah. this is a big one and I'm... Yeah. I'm angry. I'm sure you guys are angry. And, you know, this is very controversial, but we're going to get into the Roe versus Wade um, that was secretly overturned or there's a... um, It's... It's a oh. draft. Sorry, yeah, I, I, I no, brought it up because I remember sure. it. Um, sure. It's a draft that, this is a tweet from Neil Katyal. Um, he's like a political journalist. Uh, he quickly scanned the draft opinion and it appears legitimate. This means there was a preliminary vote to fully overrule Roe versus Wade and that a majority of the court agreed, but they won't like officially vote for it until June or July when the courts are back in session. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's going to be fun. Yeah, that's a lot of feelings. Um, I found out yesterday I had like no yeah. cell service all day mm-hmm. and I get back online after spending like all day with my baby cousin having such a good time. Love it. And I see all the Met Gala looks and then immediately after, like 10 minutes later, it was like Roe versus Wade overturned and I was yeah. like, I know. It was what? like my stories. I was like, ooh, Met Gala, Billie Eilish. Oh, my God. Lizzo, mm-hmm. so cute. Roe versus Wade overturned. Yeah, Literally, it was, it was jarring. No, it was like, so oh. much fun. And, you know, especially for me and Maddie, as cis white women in California, mm-hmm. we're safe. We're never going to have that issue. I mean, Governor Newsom was already talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the tweet. About I'll protecting tweet. us specifically. But for all of the Southern women and every woman in the Midwest, women even in places on the East Coast, especially yeah. black women who have such a high yes. m- mortality, mortality rate, rate. Yes. Um, they're the ones that are in danger. I, I mean, even states like Arizona, it's a little more blue now, yeah. but they're still in danger over there. No, for sure. And it's been proven that banning abortions does nothing for abortion numbers. It just nothing. causes the rates of deaths during mortality abortions rate. to go up. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, I have the tweet pulled up from Gavin Newsom. He basically says, New, we are proposing an amendment to the enshrine. I don't know that word. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yes. Um, the right to choose in the California Constitution. We can't trust SCOTUS to protect the right to abortion, so we'll do it ourselves. Women will remain protected here. And I do appreciate that. But like Anthony said, not everyone is as yeah. lucky as we are. And it's... um. It's heartbreaking. It really is. Because, again, I, I've seen all the statistics about the mortality rate going up. So uh, all it's going to do is it's banning access to safe abortions. Yes, it's exactly. not going to stop abortions. And it's kind of like, to me, it reminds me of like the sex education talk in schools where it's like if yeah. you're going to preach abstinence, it's not going to do anything to lower the rates. In fact, it'll probably increase the rates of teen pregnancy. Yeah, because they don't know any better. Because, yeah, because they don't know any better. So it's kind of like taking it away is not going to give them the result they're actually looking for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't understand mm-hmm. why they think that this would work. It's like, why don't you educate people better um, on protection and stuff like that? That way exactly. people don't have to have abortions, you know? Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> just... They have other things hidden in that bill, you know, LGBTQ rights. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah. And they've already affected so many voting rights and civil rights acts. And this is just the tip of the iceberg for that. Yeah. And it really sucks. And especially... 
here in California, knowing that we're protected, but there's almost nothing we can do for people Mm -hmm. in other states Mm -hmm. um, because we can't vote in those other states. We can't do anything politically in those other states. And even if those people in those states were to go out and vote with the Electoral College and all of the gerrymandering that goes on, there's pretty much nothing we can do as citizens, which sucks because we've been told our entire lives to trust the people we vote into office. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we voted Democrats into office multiple times Mm -hmm. in the House and the Senate. And in the president uh, as a president Mm -hmm. and they never finalized Roe versus Wade. Yeah, they've had decades pretty much to do it and they never, ever finalized Roe versus Wade. And now all of these senators and um, Congress members are coming out saying like this is unacceptable. And it's like, well, why weren't you doing your job? Yeah. Yeah. And I think usually it's a majority of men. Yeah, of course. Men don't give. I'm not going to say it because I can't say it. Men don't give a crap. They They, uh They don't because. They don't they're not affected by pregnancy. They could. (laughs) That's why I think it's crazy when you look at the perspective of uh, a man leaving when a woman's pregnant versus like a woman leaving. It's like a woman can't leave. She's the one that's pregnant. And not that they have the they shouldn't. But like if they wanted to, they could take off and have nothing to do with the child because they're not the ones stuck carrying the child. Mm -hmm. Especially. Yeah. Cis men, especially. um, But also, if you look at how rich the people in Congress are. If mm. they have a mistress and they want her to have an abortion, she's going to have an abortion. For it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it does not matter. And it happens all the time. It's happened all throughout history. Mm-hmm. Rich people will do whatever they want because they have the money to do it. And all that they care about is controlling other people. Mm-hmm. And it's hypocritical because if you're going to go out and have an abortion, but I can't. And again, I think it bothers me so much because there's pro-life, which is no abortions, and then there's pro-choice, which means you don't have to have an abortion. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but someone else it. can. So if you personally, and I have a friend like this, if you personally don't want to have an abortion, you don't have to have one. No one's forcing you. Mm-hmm. But if your friend wants to have an abortion, she should have the right to do so because it's your choice. That is the whole point is giving somebody a choice. And they're taking that away from us. And I think we also talk about, you know, no uterus, no opinion. Like, of course. Sorry, Liam. No, Liam that's why I'm like... I got into this, I got this argument here. with my brother last night. Oh, I was no. like, as a cisgender man, you will never... He wasn't arguing with it, but he, okay. was, just, he was just talking a little too much for me at the mm. time. And I was like, look, everybody else in this car has uterus right now, and you mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm. So you need to sit quiet just for like five minutes. Yeah. Um, and it's true because no uterus, more, no opinion is a lot easier than saying women's rights, first yeah. of all, because yes. not all women have a uterus and not mm-hmm. all people that have a uterus are women. Yep. Um, and, you know, some women, even cisgender women, can't have children anyway. So this doesn't technically affect them. Yes. Um, and so just thinking about it that way, you know, so many cisgender men think that they have a say on this and they don't. If, yeah. if they want to talk to their partner who's pregnant and they're like, hey, I know you don't want the baby, but I will. If you are willing to, you know, have the baby, I will take it. You have no responsibility. I will sign. You can sign off your rights. Yeah. That's a conversation that that person can have as a partner. Yes. That is not for somebody that is not involved in the relationship at all to give their opinion on. Yeah. It's relationship specific. And you're exactly right about that where and that's I think that's another controversial topic is whether, you know, if a man says I want the baby and the woman says no, can Mm -hmm. she like, is it okay for her to go get the abortion even if the yeah. man says no? Or she has no guarantee. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he can say that he wants it that day and then a month later he changes his mind and it's too late for her. Mm-hmm. Or if the woman has health issues or whoever is carrying oh, the child has yes. health issues. Yes. Hi, America is, has one of the highest mortality rates, no matter how advanced Ooh. people say we are. Mm-hmm. It's not entirely safe. There's no guarantees. 
Um, you can have so many effects even after birth. I know someone that just had they had, you know, a healthy baby. Mm-hmm. The birthing process was, you know, it was tough because it's a birthing process. But then two days later, they had to go to the ER for health issues. And then when they get to the ER, they tell them it's a three to five hour wait. <laughs> And it's like, no, yeah. this is not how this works. Another thing is, is the expenses. The mm-hmm. American healthcare system is ridiculous. So it's going to cost you $30,000 to have a baby. What Minimum. If you, what if you can't afford that? Yeah. What then if you what can't you afford do? that? Exactly. What if you can't get maternity leave? There's no guaranteed maternity exactly. leave in the country. If you, if like you, you'll lose your job. Yeah. If you work, you know, a part-time job, you lose your job, then you have no income. How are you going to care for that child? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's just so many. I think that there's way too many what ifs to say a definite no. You know what I yeah. mean? Exactly, there's just yeah. so many situations where I think that it should be okay. You can't just say no and say, oh, but unless there's, you know, health issues with the mother or unless, the, you know what I mean? You yeah. can't just say unless, unless, unless. Just mm-hmm. make it. You get a choice. And when people bring up late-term abortions, late-term abortions are such a weird topic to bring up because when people have to get a late term abortion, it's because they have to. It's women very don't rare just too. choose yeah. to have yeah. an abortion at twenty five weeks. It's because the child is dead, or because the child will not live yeah, born past yeah. you know thirty seconds, or because it's killing the mother. At yeah. that point, if you're twenty five weeks pregnant, you've accepted that you're going to have a child. Yeah. Even if you plan on giving it up for an adoption, and doctors don't just give you an abortion at twenty five weeks. Like yeah, they're not just like it's okay, not, sure. Yeah. Let me. It's not like you're four weeks pregnant. In, yeah. It's it's a very big decision. It's a surgery procedure yes people don't just do that for fun it's a very serious medical procedure mm-hmm. and it also screws with you psychologically 100 oh, yeah. like oh. that's definitely can cause uh they people can have postpartum depression even if like you know like we said if it's a late-term abortion and they still have to give birth to the placenta and people all that stuff like postpartum even after miscarriages yeah, it's exactly it's a completely devastating process to your yep. entire body um, it's it's just a topic that a lot of people are not educated enough on. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're not educated on something, you just need to admit it and not speak on it. Yeah, 100 percent. I think that and honestly, that that's with a lot of uh, political topics nowadays yeah, exactly. is, you know, if you're not educated on it, if you haven't just... done your research, then I don't think that you should speak. And that sounds bad because, you know, free speech and all this other stuff. You can say whatever you want, but like I don't believe that your opinion is valid unless you have the research to back up your exactly. opinion. Exactly. I also so I actually looked up some stats earlier that course, I think yeah. that okay. I thought were interesting. So I okay, let me see. The first one is the percentages of US adults um who are pro-life and pro-choice and it's broken down by gender, age, mm-hmm. political party. And so cuz in my head I was like, okay, well I'm assuming that like let's say the men could not like Anyone without a uterus could not vote on this issue. Mm-hmm. What percentage of women would like be pro-choice versus pro-life? That was mm-hmm. like my thinking. And it was actually the percentage was a little bit more even than I was expecting. Oh. So f- for men, uh, 45% of men are pro-choice and 50% are pro-life. So more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So more people are pro-life. And then for women, uh 52% are pro-choice and 43% are pro-life. Wait, for real? Yeah. And this is from There's... 2021. Let me pull up. So I'm Yikes. so surprised That's... that even in 2021, I mean, obviously more women are pro-choice than men, but like the percentage of women that are it's pro-choice really to pro-life close. is way too close. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that might be impacted by what was going on politically at the of time course. that this was taken. But yeah, so that one was interesting. The age one, two, more like 18 to 29 
that's like the biggest group of pro-choice, which mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Gen Z is a much more radical yeah. um, generation than, you know, and then you get to 65 and older and it's like 39% pro-choice. It's like, okay, that, that like, makes oh, sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also looked at education. So no college, 33% are pro-choice and 62% are pro-life. And then college graduates, 62% are pro-choice, 36% yeah. pro-life. Which, if you look at most political statistics, anyone that's gone to college is going to have a much more open mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, people will say different reasons for that. But a lot of it just has to be that you're exposed to a lot of different people at college. Yep, You're exposed to a lot of different opinions and you do a lot of different readings from Mm -hmm. different people from all walks of life. And there's definitely been some readings I've read in college that have challenged the way I've thought. I mean, I grew up Catholic. So a lot of Mm -hmm. the ways that even the way I live my own life is a lot different from what I ever expected I would when I was nine, 10 years old. Mm -hmm. But you just have to be open minded when it comes to that. If something is like a lot of especially when it comes to race, all of us are white or at least white passing. You know, I'm the only white one here. I'm, I'm sorry. a Latina. I'm a white Latina. <laughs> yeah, but Same. a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff is never going. A lot of racial problems are never going to affect mm-hmm. me. So I need to let other people speak and listen to their opinions. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the same thing for all things political, especially abortion. If you are never going to be impacted by pregnancy, you do not get to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. I understand doctors. But even then, a lot of male doctors are going to have decisions on women's bodies that they should not have. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certain states, you know, up until a decade ago and in some states even now that you can't get anything done to your reproductive system without a parent, without a husband. Yeah. I was oh, going to talk about the hysterectomies. Yeah. yeah. If you want to have your uterus removed, if you want your tubes tied or whatever, you can't do the, or if you're too young. Yeah. But like, let's say you're 25 and you want to have your tubes tied. The doctor can say no, but if a man if a man wants to have a, a yeah a vasectomy, gross. The doctor won't blink. He'll be like, yeah, yeah, screw them kids. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Exactly. Like it, it's totally different different standards, and that's just um a part of the gender inequality that still exists today that I feel like a lot of people don't think about because it may not impact your everyday life, but then there's certain events that happen, and you're like, oh, th- this is very exactly. obviously different. So exactly. It's because the system in general stems in misogyny. So like, well, it was, and I like to say this a lot: the Constitution and our entire government was made by white men mm-hmm. yeah, at a time when slaves were around and women were basically considered property. Like yeah. all these laws are not made by people of color. They're not made by women. They're not made by the LGBTQ community. They're not, you know what I mean? These rules that are being made about these people are not made by the people that they're about. You know what I mean? Uh So it's just... Uh, it's a lot. It's a pretty it's a pretty depressing topic. I can't even lie. It's just, it's so just and yeah. the fact that I mean, it's been so many years and then all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> just kidding. Abortion's illegal. Yeah. And then, yeah. Like, oh, my God. People are like, oh, we're like, just keep voting for what you want. Oh, wait. we're going to pause real quick because Elisa is saying goodbye to us right now. She's crying outside the studio right she's now. Literally crying. She's crying. She's in crying. Club. Oh Let the record God. state Elisa. the tears Hokey are streaming eyes. down her face. She's on her hands and knees begging to get inside the studio, but we will mm-hmm. not let her in. She just stabs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Elisa, put she your really pants back dabs. on. <laughs> put your pants back on. 
Okay, okay, all right, all right. Get out of here. All right. Okay, we're gonna, unless you guys have anything else to say. We're good. Okay, I don't, I know. We can move on to happier topics like the fact that we are all graduating. Is that happier? Is that happier? I think that's just a a panic attack. It's it's stressful. I'm gonna die. It's a lot happier than Roe versus Wade, but it is also very stressful. Yeah, that's like angry frustration. Life transitions are stressful and anxiety inducing. Wait, here, here's a perfect transition. Um, People need to stop being afraid of the unknown. And our next chapter is about being unknown because we're about to graduate. That was very mumbled and stuff. <laughs> the way that Anthony said, I just think that we were like, like yeah. right at each other. Like, I know, was I was awful. like, Anthony, you just <laughs> talked about me um, correcting your writing skills. Mm-hmm. And uh, I need to take a second and write that down on paper. And wait, like, okay. no, wait, Liam, we're going to give you a redo. Do you want to take a second and think about it? And then you can have a redo? Oh my God, what I want to say, pause? I cannot say. Oh, oh, wait, hang on. Now we have to pause it so he can tell me. Give me one second, guys. <laughs> All right, everyone, we are left? going to move. What? No mind. Keep going. No. Oh. Show must go on. The show must go. Oh, hey, Kayla. Kayla's staring us. We are in a fishbowl ah. here because Titan Radio can see us as well as Titan yeah, TV. Yeah, they keep working. They're not so, even doing work. They're just looking at. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> Liam just starts talking mad about Titan Radio. About every we love oh my God, West Side Story. Titan Radio, by the way. Boy. Yes, we love um, Titan Radio. We love yes. Shelby. She's Shelby. Great. Shout out to Shelby, my my favorite. I love Shelby. Shelby. I was going to say, I don't household. think anyone at Titan Radio listens to this podcast, so we can talk bad crap if we want. I mean, I mean, if you want to start what? drama, you can. And that's on period. Just no, kidding. we're not anyway, going to. No, nope. to graduation. Yeah, anyway. I get in trouble. I'm, um, I'm nervous. Like, okay, so, so dude. what do you? Because I personally have bought like four different outfits for Me graduation. Too. I bought more. I bought two more dresses. I got one in last <laughs> night. It's absolutely okay. gorgeous. Um, <laughs> it's terrifying because then you have to do pictures. You have to figure out your hair. For me specifically, <sighs> I have to get my hair done. Um, and then it's like. What after graduation? That's no, the scariest part for me. The, oh my because god! Because I so like after graduation, it's about a week, and then I leave on my trip. I'm gone for about a month, uh-huh. and then there's a week when I come back, and then that next week I'm going on a little family vacation. Oh god, girly! And then I know, I know. Anyways, um, and then I come back home again, and then there's nothing. Yeah. Unless I get a job before then, for mm-hmm. when I come back, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna be doing nothing, and I. In my entire life, since I was, I've been working since I was 16. You yeah, know, I, yes. I have never not worked or gone to school or had uh-huh. some sort of activity. And when I come back, if I don't have anything by then, it, it's going to be nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that scares, scares me. It scares the me. The last break I had was right before I started at CSUF. I had mm-hmm. like two months where I had, I only had like my Etsy shop. And yeah. it was like, you know, mm-hmm. that's like whenever I want to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, And then like during the pandemic, but even then we had all so much school. I was doing... Uh, assistant work I was mm-hmm. doing internships yeah. and now it's like I've applied to so many jobs I have like <sighs> one interview a whole yeah. bunch of rejections uh-huh. oh my yes. rejections oh my flooding my email guaranteed <laughs> and then it's like okay so I went to school I did everything I was supposed to I got the internship I mm-hmm. did all of these things mm-hmm. what do I do now yeah and then if you get the interview you're like okay well this needs to go perfect mm-hmm. And then it's like, what do I wear to the interview? I was shopping last night and I realized that I have no interview clothes. Yes, yeah, I have like 35 dresses that I own. Oh, I But do. they're not interview clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're fancy yeah. summer girl clothes. Mm. Like, and so then you have to sit there and you're like, well, I can't show this one. I can't mm-hmm. wear this one. I was shopping and I tried on like three different dresses and I was like, they're not me. Yeah. Um, I get you. I get you. For me, the only reason I already have some business, like businessy, business casual clothes are because... Like, I've done internships and, like, I've worked yeah. in places where that's the dress oh. code. But I don't have a significant amount. But also, I love shopping. So, like, that won't be a problem. Yeah. But <laughs> interning at Titan TV 
be working at Titan TV. There's no dress code here. We wear. I mean, you have to look nice, but it's it's well, it's presentable. No, present. I literally have worn PJs here before. So okay, but but that I mean, you don't work in the studio though. Like we have rules in the studio. You have your closed-toed shoes. Um, you like my dogs? Yeah, my dog. Yeah. My dogs. Well, because one day I walked in wearing a dress and some sandals, and Jeffrey was like, "Oh yeah, we have to remind everyone we have to wear closed-toed shoes." And he like looked up at me up and down, and I was like, "That's oh, not Jeffrey." Yeah. Thanks for that. I okay, thank it's you. spring. It's finally warm. I mm-hmm. want to wear what I want to wear. Like, um, let me yeah. expose my shoulders. I went to like a couple job interviews or I had Zoom job interviews mm-hmm. and it's like I have nice shirts. Yeah. But like it's so stressful and then you don't know what to say. Writing your cover letter for each oh, job God, is terrifying. Yeah. Fixing your resume. I've gone to scary. so many different career advice things here at the mm-hmm. school. I've talked to different professors and you know now things are starting to pick up a little bit. I'm either getting rejections. I applied you know over spring break April 1st-ish Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a month. It's May 1st and I'm just now or May 3rd. It's May 3rd hey. and I'm just now getting job rejections I or interviews that. and yeah. it's like terrifying. It's like okay so I applied a month ago some people don't know that they need to apply, you know, early. Bef- early. Um, and then after the pandemic, you know, they started they hired all of the administrative professionals that they needed. Mm-hmm. And so that was, you know, six months ago that some places are just returning to the office. Yeah. It's absolutely terrifying. There's no guarantee, especially, <sighs> you know, as comm majors, yes. you know, it's a large, very, mm-hmm. very large community. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> but there's so much we can do, but there's no like there's no guarantee to work in TV as yeah. we planned. Yeah. No, I get you. And I feel like right now they have the great resignation going on. A mm-hmm. lot of people are quitting because they're not being treated right. They're not being paid well enough. And so like there are a decent amount of jobs right now and like people are paying better than they have in a while. Yeah. But it's also very competitive and we're all about to graduate oh. at the same time. And yes. do you know what have that means? The experience they require. Exactly. That's that's I, have, I have I had a year of student assistant work. Mm-hmm. And then I had my year at Titan TV. So I have two years of professional work. Yes. And mm-hmm. they won't count that. They say that it doesn't count, that, you know, it's not actually working in an office. It's not mm-hmm. doing all this. I'm like, I understand mm-hmm. that. That's fair. But consider the fact that I literally just got my degree, mm-hmm. that yeah. you're asking for entry level workers to work for barely above minimum wage. Who with, who with a master's degree or who that's been working for five years is like, going to yeah. accept $16, $17 an hour in Los Angeles? <laughs> Oh. Um, so you're gonna have your student debt forever. Yeah, I'm like if... thriving. Yeah, thriving <laughs> and surviving. Around, yeah, I know. I just um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's like, like I said, I'm trying to think about what I want to say because I just have so much to say. Of course. Do you want me to take over real quick? Yeah, go I ahead. Think? Okay. Go ahead, Liam. So like, it's really hard for me because I'm a screenwriting like emphasis mm-hmm. in cinema and television. So it's like. All the jobs I'm getting recommended are like, oh, write this email, like be our email writer. And I'm like, I don't really, that's not the job I want, coach. And like, there's like entry level jobs for like Lucas Films and stuff like that. That Mm -hmm. would be cool, but it requires so much like experience. And I'm like, I don't have that. I'm a Mm -hmm. transfer student. Mm -hmm. And then like, I work full time practically. Mm -hmm. I don't have time to get another internship you know and it's like hard because like i got that work ethic i have like good like scripts but they won't even read them because Mm -hmm. they see my resume that it's kind of blank the hardest part for me has been like getting past the like ai the bots readers Uh for the resumes Mm -hmm. because again and i've talked about this before i'm lucky enough to i I've gotten every single job I've ever interviewed for. Yeah. Not applied for, interviewed for. Dude. I've gotten so, all but one. Two, two. Yeah. So, like, for me, I'm a good interviewer. You're, you guys yes. are good interviewers. We're great in person. But if you can't get past, like, the AI robots, then exactly. it's like, 
you don't get that opportunity exactly. to, to advocate for yourself, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like a lot of times I'll get an interview and people like won't even read my resume before. And I'll be like, yes, I've done this. I have skill in this. I've done this. I've worked here. And they're like, oh, my God. Wow. And I'm like, did you even did look you at the even resumes? Look, yeah. Did you look at the people who were they applying for the this robots job? read them through and then they go, oh, they just, well, this person's, you know, this person's, you know, an adult. They have yeah. the thing says like, oh, they have the experience required. And that's all they look at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's so, so much, much fun. fun. It's so much yeah. fun. So much guys. fun. fun being a senior. I love the panic. I yeah. love being in my early twenties, living in California. The constant, the fear most expensive state. The constant fear of failure keeps me young. Oh, I think <laughs> you say the constant fear of fires, forest fires, that's that's true. True. and earthquakes. Mm. We love, I love earthquakes. Earthquake. <laughs> California girls. Okay, all right, everyone. We are going to move on to our next topic. Before we do that, Anthony, she is getting something ready for Wait, you guys. What about the like getting ready, like? Oh, wait, like cap and gowns? Did you guys figure out what you're putting on oh, your caps? Oh, God, don't ask me that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I have, I have like, three different ideas, okay, okay, and I don't I'm know if I like them. any of them. I have my idea. I just haven't executed it. Yeah, yeah I, I, been, I have, anything. like, one day off until graduation. And if Mood. I get more interviews, I have no time. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, when like, are going to do this? Like, oh, can we set up a meeting? And I'm like, yes, I would absolutely love that. Could it be on Zoom? Because it's finals, basically. It's, yeah. yeah, it's I difficult. I have projects due. I have presentations. I have all of my work here at Titan TV. And then I have my hair getting done, and it's like things that take time and if like if if all of these interviews could be on zoom that'd be wonderful yeah yeah because if i can have a meeting on zoom over phone i'm great i can do that you know luckily we spent a year and a half on zoom we're, we're very comfortable <laughs> with it definitely um it's that was my fun time yeah that was telling me to clock out, clock out for sorry me. guys no you can't leave <laughs> i'm not letting you leave. leave all right everyone don't leave me please <laughs> oh <laughs> so, she, she's gone okay. it's just kind of figuring everything out mm-hmm. um but yeah cap and gown all I know is that I will be seeing Liam next to gra- at graduation. I'll make him sit next to me, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to walk gonna that stage. Right away. <laughs> I won't be there. I know, Maddie. I graduate the day before them, so on I'm better. On my birthday. Yeah, I graduate on 18th's birthday. birthday. That's kind of selfish of you, Maddie. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why did you have to be a marketing major? Yeah. Honestly, I was, talking, I was talking <laughs> to my classmate about this because... If I would have known about how similar some of the comm majors uh-huh. are to... Business marketing, I wouldn't have been a business marketer because I think that the business courses are not all of them, but some of them are so unnecessary. That's rough to accounting. Why do I need accounting? You can be a certified public accountant. Um, Accounting, right? Why would a marketing major want to be a CPA? Because you make money. Riddle me that, Anthony. You make money. Really it's okay. Question, what does CPA stand for? <laughs> certified public accountant. Okay, look, I'm I'm a little ready boy, like. I, I, was, oh, I only know that from New Girl. It's okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay, you guys. It's okay. My aunt's a CPA. But the point is, I think that I had to take a lot of unnecessary classes. And the comm major, this is, I'm not trying to affect. Be careful. I think that the comm majors are easier than the business majors. CTVA majors? We have more fun. Yes. CTVA majors, too. yes. However, I had a minor in public relations for about three semesters until I dropped it because they also give us a lot of unnecessary gross and incredibly hard classes. Yeah. Even just for the minor that I mm-hmm. wanted to do. I had two capstone courses that were requ- required, basically. Uh-huh. It was no. really rough. And capstone courses, if you don't know, are like 14 too. hours a week Oof. required work. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking them both right now. That's really rough. I read scripts. <laughs> That's rough, I, buddy. 
I just read stories. Yeah, Liam, literally, I'll, some I'll, walk, I'll walk into the studio and they're like, oh my God, I have to watch a movie and write an essay on it for my <laughs> final. My thing. That's my and favorite I'm like, thing to And do. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm out here like doing calculus and like. Yeah. Liam like, and oh. I had two classes together <laughs> yes. last semester. That's how we know each other. And we always talk about how much we missed last yeah, semester because it, it was literally like watch Easy. a TV show. And yeah. one of our classes, we would literally just watch a TV show in class and the and professor who was it. a genius would talk oh. about it. Oh, yeah. Like we. Shout out to Martina. Martina and Heather Osborne Thompson, we love you so yes. much. You're the best professors at the school. Real. Are you going to tell them to listen to this now? No. no I'm too scared. <laughs> I'm honestly so scared. I'm just going to send them the clip. I'm going to send I'm them the like, little Here's the file. Shadow. They're like, where's the rest of it? And you're like, I don't know. You're like, oh, my God. oh my God, it must have cut out. <laughs> so just, weird. Anyways. But yeah, they're going to be at graduation. And I'm going to cry when I see um, them because I'm going to miss them so much. Um, but yeah, CTVA majors definitely have it the best. No fun. No and we're a really yeah. small major. So we all yeah. kind of yeah. know each other. Mm-hmm. That too. Yeah, I... I mean, I know the people who have been in the same classes as me, like one of my friends, Hannah, she's in four out of five of my classes really? this semester. So, you know, you get to know some people. Are your classes but... like big? Like how big are they? Because like our four. How big are they? We're not four. Our largest four? classes are like 100 students. Yes. That's, it's like, that's, that's like the, the giant ones. classes. The but small like, ones are usually like. Yeah. When one we were in Heather's are... class, it was, was like the, eight of us. Average, like eight of us. Average classes, I would say, are like 40 students. But. You know, we have the the biggest lecture halls are in Mahalo, which is the business yeah. building. Like and they can hold, yeah, they can hold like a few hundred students for sure. I haven't taken any of those classes in a while, but yeah, like the big the lecture lower halls. divs are larger. Yeah. yeah. All mm-hmm. of the CTBA upper divs, except for like one or two, mm-hmm. are going to be, you know, max 25 students. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Okay, guys, I'm over school. I want to I I do this podcast to check out and into the real world, which actually was horrible. So we checked back into school and now check we're checking out, out, out of school check out and clock out. <laughs> going back to denying our problems. Okay. So <laughs> before we do the uh, the little ASMR treat, we are going to talk about the weirdest national holiday of the week, which I hope you guys didn't look at. Correct. No, definitely not. Good. I Perfect. definitely did not look at it. Awesome. That's so lie. On the That's a lie. Antonies. <laughs> Definitely did I don't like not. being told what to do. Antonies! Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god. Well, well, so, I'm not going to lie. I read it wrong. I'll tell you afterwards. Oh so my go god. Ahead. Okay, so the first of all, on the outline, it says don't look past this line <laughs> because I want the guest of the show to be able to tell me what they think oh, the, see, the meaning of the national <laughs> holiday is. I didn't so, look at that. Mm-hmm, I okay. really didn't. Okay, so we're going to get started. The national holiday of the week is National Lumpy Rug Day, which is on May 3rd, what does that which mean? is actually today. So I first, I what want you mean? guys to tell me what you think it means. That it is, sounds like a sex thing. <laughs> no, I hear lumpy rug. I think bodies, like hidden in a rug. <laughs> oh, yeah. I very just scary, smudged all my makeup sketchy. too, by the way. Oh, my God. I oh my gosh it's like hide your first body today yeah I also (laughs) when I read this I read it through really quick because I just wanted to know why it said don't read past this line and I thought it said (laughs) national hot dog of the week (gasps) and so I really had no it's all I read I had no idea what was happening I I don't even like hot dogs I don't eat hot dogs hot dogs are not good except I did have a Dodger dog at the Dodgers game on Saturday that's because it's it's the thing it's a requirement yeah plug your Instagram at Maddie me in. Maddie with there a Y. M A D D Y. Look at the hot dog. Oh, God, look at the hot dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. National Hot Dog Day. Let's go. Lumpy. <laughs> That's not the. No, no, no. The holiday. Lumpy Space It's National Lumpy. Lumpy Rug Day. This day holds a few different interpretations. For some, so scared. 
It could be a time to clean or replace those worn out rugs. So that's quite literal. Um, for others, it's a time to appreciate our old comforting rugs. And then for other people, the rug may be metaphorical and the straightening out lumps may mean getting out of the habit of sweeping issues under the proverbial rug, Liam. Um, Ouch. <laughs> whatever this day means to you, it's time to let go of the old and invite the new. I can't do that, guys. So. For me, which which way would you want to interpret it as out of those options? Well, I don't have carpet in my apartment. Um, so, <laughs> no rugs? Or rugs. I mm. think we have one. I didn't buy it, so like I'm not going to shake that I out. I got wood floor in my room. Um, but like I said, my favorite TV show ever is Bones. I mm. watch a lot of Ooh. crime shows like that. Um, is that a red flag or a green flag for you? Um, crime shows, green flag. It Committing de- them? It depends <laughs> on the obsession with it. I just like TV a lot. Okay. Um, but when so she, I hear like, when she yeah. only watches crime shows? Not only crime shows. I watch a lot of shows. And then she asks where the shovel is. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know what's really funny, though, is I saw a TikTok last night. Somebody was taking their photos for like their USC graduation. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's so cute. And then I like looked again. And they were in front of, I guess it's like the National History Museum in okay. California, the Rose Garden. Mm-hmm. But that's where they shot a lot of bones. And oh. I immediately recognized it. I was like, oh, my God, that looks so familiar. I was like, oh, have no. I been there? And then I was like, oh, they shot Not a lot of the outside bad. scenes. Like the first TV few nerd. Oh, my I've God. Like 13 I can't believe. Oh my God. That's, a, that's obsessive. Okay, back to the on, on topic. Focus, ladies. Out with the old and in with the new. Goodbye, yeah, clouds of gray. gray. Hello, Hello, skies of blue. blue. Okay, don't, no, 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 no. A dip fits, in the pool. It fits, it fits, <laughs> Just it kidding. Fits. Okay, okay, okay. So, along with the national holiday of the week, what is something you've been wanting to let go of? Since that is the the proverbial meaning of oh, this God. holiday. What is something you need That's to let go really of? really good question. Emotionally. everything. Um, okay. No, I'll okay. be moving eventually, yeah. uh, very soon, most likely, if I get a job. So, I've got to get rid of a lot. Of, I have um probably... Probably about like it would fit in this little alcove right here. You guys can't see it, but it's probably what like eight feet by eight feet. Okay, six yeah, no, feet I'm by really six tall feet. And it's taller than me. So. <laughs> six feet by six feet. Um, I have that amount feet. full of squishmallows <laughs> in my room. So yeah, I'm probably gonna get rid of some of my squishmallows. You better sell unfortunately. those things. Those things can go. You can make bank off. When I got I a lot of the Disney exclusive ones. When I worked at a certain retail store, those things oh, would wow. sell out. Very quickly. Yeah. Is it this Very. color store? Titan, yes. Titan okay. Radio is really loud right now. So if you hear them in the background, I'm sorry. It's okay. Titan TV laughs really loud all the time. So they can probably hear us. Too. It's true. We're screaming 24 7. Okay. So do you have anything you want to let go of, Liam? And this could be Wait, like, this could be emotional or it can be like a physical like item. physical, which okay. is what Antonise went with. Yeah. For, uh, it's kind of a serious thing, but like okay. emotionally, I'm very insecure about a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, like, are you okay Leo? you need therapy and I'm like yes I do yeah I am but... in therapy actually <laughs> um, but like it's like just gotta water your decks back and like just let it go live in the moment gotta okay. vibe it's really hard for me because I overthink everything but Boom. like I'm gonna try for lumpy space princess day or something Lump- like that lumpy rug lumpy day for, look at my lumps. Oh, <laughs> lumps oh my god it's national lumpy rug day Liam it's close enough Get it right. For me, something something I want to let go of. That is a hard question. For me, okay, I'm gonna go physical because if I go like emotional, I think I'll cry. Let's cry. No, so we're not gonna go there. So I'm gonna say I have way too many clothes, yet I keep buying more clothes. But I just like I can't stop buying clothes. I have an addiction. So I need to let go of the old clothes so that I'm allowing, like, so I can allow myself to buy new clothes. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So that is what I need to let go of. Go to Buffalo Exchange. Sell those and then buy new ones. Right out. 
Yeah, but they Reduce, like reuse, they recycle. give you like one dollar. They're like, here oh, you then go. Their clothes here's... are like forty dollars. Yeah. I'm like, wait, I'm so like, here's Steve. I'm like, here's Steve Madden shoes. They're like one dollar. I'm like, huh. They're like, well, you see, the I tag is Steve a Madden little shoes. off. So we're gonna like, get actually one. these are um eggshell and we're looking for <laughs> ivory. So we we're looking can't for Omar Ivory, Omar Apollo, my husband. Sorry, I had to pluck him real quick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to move on to our Did final activity of the no. day. Oh, okay, okay. We Which are going want? to do Pop Rocks ASMR. So give us one second. We're going to be right back, and we're going to open these bad boys and let you guys hear what is going on. It's okay, we're talking so about Kool-Aid dyeing our hair right now. Really Kool-Aid popping to. candy. Yes. Um, so. Maddie and I, or I, I Kool-Aid dyed my hair. I never got the color I wanted. Well, my parents would never let me so dye well. my hair, and I always wanted to dye my hair, but they let me do Kool-Aid. 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 <laughs> because, Kool-Aid. Because it was temporary, even though it would last so okay, long. Okay, my mom let me bleach. I have really dark brown hair, so mm-hmm. my mom let me bleach, like, a little bit underneath my hair first. But okay. she, for some reason, she am using, like actual like color dye she let me use kool-aid and bleach my hair she knows now though she knows yeah. now it's a lot better to just put in some nice mm. arctic fox or whatever yeah. in your hair yeah. um but yeah i tried to get purple for the longest time the blue part would always rush out and it would end up bright red for months oh my god it was so upsetting no matter how much blue i put in my hair it never stayed yikes okay all right we're gonna get going okay. here i'm gonna pop pop these pop rocks baby let's go okay mm. are you legal <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're picking up. Oh my god, I'll burn. I'll burn. <laughs> not burning a lot. I really hope no one looks at us right now. Oh my god, I heard that. No one like popped. <laughs> okay, I hope you guys can hear that because that was very painful. I got like my throat last night and it hurt really bad. Ma'am. If you can't hear that, that'll be embarrassing. I feel moving a bit. Okay, everyone. That is the end of our podcast today. I hope you enjoyed. I know it was a little long, so I apologize. But thank you to Antonise and Liam for joining me. Liam, we you can love shut you, your mouth Maddie. now. Uh-huh, thank you. I love you guys, too. And this is memorialized forever on Titan Universe. Titan Farmer's Market Crew. Woo, shika, shika, All right, play us out, Liam. Go for it. We will see you guys next time on ooh, Around the ooh, Sun. Wow. That was wow. like an hour wow. long. Bye. Yeah, whatever. You can listen. It's fine. Mm.